I'm not even going to have something funny to say to start. Let's just do it. Yeah? Yeah. Well, that's your opinion. It is. Firecast. This is episode number 22. It's the week before E3, and we have our schedules sorted for the most part. Finally. Finally. It's been a long time. Do we, need to say, we don't need to say who we are anymore, do we? No. I'm Ben, and with me is... Steve. Oh, we know each other's names. That's great. <laughs> Still. Yeah, it's, it's like that, isn't it? Um, we've got mostly a boring week of, of news, really. There's a, a, a little surge that's starting to happen. I haven't even looked... Okay, well, we'll cover it. Um, but, yeah, this got, is normally the E3 low. Yeah. Which is kind of nice. We all have to get ready to hurt next week. Yeah, well, not if you're just a listener who's going to watch it. Unless you're staying up till 3 a.m. two nights in a row. Oh, it's just one night this year. Yeah, oh, but you can get up at 5 in the morning for uh, Call of Duty on Monday. No, 4 in the morning, actually. Is that, that's just a trailer, right? No, it's like a 30-minute show. We're getting, ahead. We're getting ahead of ourselves. Before we do all that, let's do our regular segments. You mm. know, I uh, don't know if anybody you know, guessed this one. Seems too hard, maybe. Every week, we should check the email before uh, starting. I didn't check MMGNs. I'm going to look at the MMGN. I think we did not have any comments. I don't think we did either. Guys, did, did I make it too hard? <laughs> that is disappointing. Did you remember what it was? It was cool. No. It was like, boom, boom, boom. So that is a... It was like a MIDI file from a game. Yeah. I think of the games that we you were previewing last week. Uh, no idea. They're Bethesda games. Uh-huh. That's a good hint. It was an old kind of MIDI file from a game. So Wolfenstein something? Correct. You would have won if you had emailed me. Yeah. Under a pseudonym. Um, that copy of Injustice that we... Which we actually don't have anymore because <laughs> it was stolen. <laughs> Maybe. So, uh, since no one won. Let's, do you want to go through that story or should we just play the YouTube video? Well, we can, guy we can go through it very, very quickly. Uh, if you want to, of course. If you don't, well, it's fine. We walked into our office last week and Gaetano, the uh, guest of the show occasionally, said... Just a friend of the show. <laughs> Where's my leather bag? I had this nice blue leather, leather bag by my desk somewhere. We're like, yeah, weirdo. Who leaves an empty bag at work? You took it home. There's no way you left it here. We kind of dismissed that. At about 12 o'clock, he went to be defeated by pairs by me, as normally happens. Yeah. We look at the console stack. We had an Xbox, a PS3, and a debug Xbox stacked up. Just one Xbox. And we didn't notice the second Xbox missing because there's one there. And then we're like, well, where's the PS3? It's gone. Yeah. Then we have a look around more. Actually, the reason we got ticked off just before this is we looked for the second Xbox controller. We couldn't find it anywhere. Then we realized the PS3 is missing, then the other Xbox. And then we found this mysterious key on the ground directly where the Xbox would have been. Picked that up, put that into evidence. <laughs> uh, then we talked to the guys in the office next to us, and they said, that's weird. Oh, hang on a second. We're missing a phone. We're missing an iPad. We're missing another four phones. We're missing all our tablets because they are a video design company or something like that. Yeah. Um, and so kind of our two offices are on one side of the office and the rest of the company in this building is on this floor is on the other half. So they had nothing stolen, but they had a bunch of MacBooks just out in the open, but the dude or woman obviously didn't go over that half. Now, to get in this building, you have to have a swipe key, which says Ben got into the building at 8.45 and left at 5. Yeah. There's a log of that. And then you need a second key to get in from the ground floor after seven. Very suspicious that someone could get in here. This mysterious key turned out to be the master key for the building, which explains why the log didn't show anyone. There's only one of these for the entire building. How did they get it? Who owned it? Like the building owner. And no one really knew where it would have been before this situation. So is the building owner liable for, I guess, it's all the insurance covers it. But it's kind of weird that they somehow got this key, they knew it was for this building because there's no markings on it, and then they dropped it on the floor. Like, to well, let you know. It was like, without that, we would have no you idea what it was. touched it. It could have been like, um, 
like police CSI well, okay. style. Like, I, in, like, that, I did not go to the police office, but a, a young lady working here did, and her report back was pretty much, I imagine, an old dude kind of looking over his paper going, mm-hmm. They had a key, you're fine. It was like 4 o'clock on a Friday, and it was like, well, why did you wait this long to report this? Because it happened, we noticed it about 12. And then, why did you even have an Xbox in an office? This is ridiculous. <laughs> and they had the key. And so I don't think the, uh, they really do fingerprinting they showed in the, the CSI. Okay, fair enough. Anyway, right. that's where your copy of Injustice went, because it was one of about ten games taken with the consoles. Well, it doesn't matter because no one entered. It so. doesn't matter, so it's gone. So the criminal one, yep. he or she could have at least guessed. It's so also why we do not have a review of Remember Me because it was in the Xbox which was taken. So Ooh. if you bought a debug Xbox from a pawn shop and found a debug code of Remember Me, can we please have it back? Yeah, no questions <laughs> asked. You can keep the debug console. That's it. We need the game back. Anyway, that happened. That's sad. That I'm sorry to hear that. I uh, will moved on. I'm going to put, I'm going to remind me, to, I'm going to email myself right now to put the uh, amazing. YouTube video from that. Yeah, we got a response. We posted a blog about this, and uh, we got a interesting response from a regular YouTuber. He swears about twenty-seven times. I counted the word S H I T because this is a children's oh. podcast. Um, like twelve times in the video in the first minute before I got bored of counting. He that dropped a lot of MF bombs. He did, a and lot. then his kid cried, and then he said, and he kind of just kid was upset about the about. Him slagging off the Wii U, and yeah. then he said, like immediately thereafter, that Wii U's were for retarded children and handicapped homosexuals. That was a bit weird. That was weird. It just took a turn for the so worst. As a handicapped homosexual, I am absolutely livid. Hmm. Well, or something. That's what Wii U is for. I don't even know. Um, what have you been playing? Nothing. Because are we up to what have you been playing? Oh yes. Oh yeah, because no one guessed. That's it. So I've been playing a lot actually. I've been playing 3ds. Like a madman. Madman 3DS? I've been playing uh, Donkey Kong again on 3D. Donkey yeah. Kong Returns Returns. Donkey Kong continues <laughs> to return. <laughs> well, it's the same return. Is it... No. Dark Knight? No. Oh, that doesn't work. The Monkey. That's what they call it. Yeah. It's like Batman, Batman Returns, The Dark Knight. Oh, so we could call it The Monkey Rises. We could do that. Yeah, it's a, bad, it's a bad joke. Okay, I'm anyway. sorry. I tried. I'm sorry. It's pretty good on 3DS. Controls better, I think. Yeah. It doesn't look as good, obviously. Um, I was never into it, but that's not really a surprise. I thought it was pretty good. If you like the original Donkey Kong Country, it's good. Play it. But if you like the... Is anyone in the camp of liking the original Donkey Kong Country so much that they feel the need to play it again on 3DS while they're going to work? It's a very different... It's not the same thing. It's much harder than the SNES games. It's totally different levels. But like the Wii version, I mean... Oh, if you played the Wii version, then no. You shouldn't. And, there's like, and it's not like... If it was a Wii U remake or something, fair enough. Because there's nothing on Wii U. But there's so many freaking games on 3DS. Like, I just don't... I don't get it either. It should have been it. a sequel. I guess there will be a sequel of E3. And it was kind of... Rumor has it to test the engine to see if it could work on 3DS. But why would you release it? Anyway. Doesn't matter. It's pretty good. 50 bucks. I don't know. Um, the other big 3DS game is Animal Crossing New Leaf. Yeah. Which is out in, I don't know, what, a week on the 15th. Um, yeah, I'm enjoying it so far. I've only played three days. Oh, today's my birthday, Animal Crossing. Not my actual birthday, but oh, I made, like, why did they I, before? I made it. I made it today because I wanted to experience my birthday soon in Animal Crossing. That's oh, what happened. So you're cheating. Well, this is my character's birthday. I'm not playing me, I'm playing my character. So you're half cheating. Can't you make any birthday? You're not making you directly. It doesn't ask when your is birthday his name is. Ben? Is your ma- oh, okay. Well, then that's fine. If your mayor's name is Ben. Yes. What is it? Well, it's fine then. No, you win. That's fine. Okay. Well. Absolve. Um, it's I pretty apologize. much exactly like the other Animal Crossings, but you're now the mayor. Ooh. Ooh. And you're the mayor because people think you were the mayor, and they're like, eh, okay, I guess that'll work. Yeah, well, it's kind of an awkward moment. You get off the train, you're kind of swamped by the four villagers who live there, and they're like, hey, mayor, and your dude's like, what? I don't know what you're speaking about. That goes on for a while, and eventually you just kind of either agree, or... You're just like, fine, all right, shut up, we'll be your mayor. Or you, you always were the mayor, and you were just trying to talk them out of, like, knowing. Amnesia. 
Yeah, well, it turns out That's my... That's the twist at the end of the game. You realise that you were the mayor all along. They have hired a man with no money and nowhere to live to be their mayor. But don't they build you a house straight away? You have to pay for that. Tom well, gives I would you hope a... that you would have to pay for a house. Tom Nook gives you a tent. Ah. And then he will not start building your house until you give him 10,000 bells. Which is the currency of Animal Crossing. Okay. Do you get to run around picking up fruit and putting it in your hat? Because that's... Well, you pick up fruit, then you sell that fruit to put towards your home life. If you put it in your hat, does your head go... Oh, I don't think you can do that. Maybe. Uh, well, apparently the only thing I know about Animal Crossing is from Nintendo Land, and it's uh, maybe yeah. not accurate. Animal Crossing was the best thing ever on GameCube. I've never got into it again, I think, because it's so similar every time. I just... I've done this. But even more so with Animal Crossing. Okay. It's like... You get new levels in Mario, I can deal with that. This is like the same thing. With a small tweak. Um, We shouldn't talk about it because it's the type of game that you explain and sounds awful. Alright. So, instead, go and read your not preview preview, which is hilarious. Yes. It's pretty much exactly what happens. What else have you been playing? I've been playing. That's it. I've been playing. Oh, oh, what? I finished Bioshock Infinite. Finally. Congratulations. Finally. We should have, we should do a spoiler cast at some point for things. Sure. Not about Bioshock though, because I kind of forget. It's been too long. Yeah, I, I actually didn't really follow the ending at all because I played it over like two months. I kind of forgot what happened earlier. I could tell you, but I don't know if we can do it now. Yeah, we won't do it now. But I will say the very last kind of battle on this big ship. And you're kind of shooting down on the Zeppelins. Which is not a spoiler, because you knew it was coming. Oh, there was a really easy way to get past that. Was there? I used, yeah, I used... I forget what, it's not... The water one? It's a, no, it's a vigor... Well, that helps to throw people off the side really quickly. Oh, I found it easy. The, like, the metal one? Like, the little shield that, like, catches bullets? Yeah. I um, kept yeah. throwing those at the thing I was supposed to keep safe, and it like absorbed all of the damage without the thing oh. actually taking damage. I and just, then I could kind of go around and mope you without, and I was like, it was great. I failed like four times in a row, and I stood on that ledge above where you could snipe. Yeah, I found it. I used Undertow to pull the Patriots up towards me, and it instantly killed it. It oh. shouldn't have, but it did. Nice. Um, so that's safe. I wish I knew what that was called. You know the puzzle I'm talking about. Yeah, so the last one. You get it right near the end. Yeah. yeah. That, that can work like a little shield. Yeah. That was, it's cheaty probably, but it worked very well for me. Good game. I've only been playing Alan Wake because I bought it for 25 bucks. Oh, really? The average price that people paid for Alan Wake was $2. Everyone on the internet, you're a jerk. So I paid 25 bucks. I think Luke Glory from Game Planet and from the Game Arena podcast paid 25 bucks. Anybody that I know that bought Alan Wake paid 25 bucks. We're all good people. And we're all people that probably have already bought the game multiple times, so... Well, I wouldn't pay 25 bucks, and I've already bought it. Well, I want to give Remedy money so they will have enough money to be able to make Alan Wake 2. That's 25 well. And I did, and I, <laughs> I've never done a humble bump, humble bumble bumble bumble, a humble bundle before. That's hard to say. Um, and you can give to Remedy, in this case, and you can give to a charity... And you can also give the Humble Bundle people money to keep going. I'm like, well, I don't care about you, Humble Bundle. So that was down to zero. And then I was going to give it all to Remedy, and then I kind of thought that was bad. So I gave, like, 60-40. So 60 to Remedy, 40 to Charity. And I felt like that was 25 bucks for games I've already played. Yeah, I would have gone the hundred. Your, remedy? Yeah. your motive here was to give them money. I just felt too guilty. There are so many times to give charities money. Yeah. It's wanting money. But I, so I, I thought I did sort of the right thing. So I'm going yeah. that. And it's actually really quite good looking on the PC. Um, I've, I've been playing Alan Wake the original. Have you played it? Yeah. So good loving. Um, <laughs> even though I don't have achievements in this because it's like not a Steam copy or anything, but like I have a Steam key, but I downloaded the torrent of it. Like they give you a torrent link and then they give you a Steam key. So I put the Steam key in Steam in case something ever happens and I can download it again. But like I'm just playing a straight PC copy. Why didn't you just download it through Steam? Because I don't know how Steam works well enough to, to get that before I did it. Now I understand. <laughs> That's fine. Um, so there's no, which is kind of good though, because there's no achievements in this. There's no like pop-ups, but I'm still finding myself going and collecting all of the coffee thermoses. I can remember where they are and like shooting the tin cans and stuff, which is quite weird. Like even though there aren't achievements, I'm still obsessive compulsive about that kind of stuff, um, which is sad, but that's what happens. That is sad. And it is. So that was a good game. I enjoyed it. Cool. I still enjoy it. So nothing new. There's actually been quite a few no. releases. There was uh, Grid came out, which I haven't played. Nicholas. Um, the problem is, though, I don't want to get any games coming to me right now because 
I was worried that they'd come a little bit late and I wouldn't have time to play them. I, oh, I played Call of um, War as Gunslinger. I reviewed that this week. It was quite good. Um, it's in the same vein as Blood Dragon in that it's short, punchy, a downloadable title that's you know like paced quite well because there's not the need to fill out a retail disc with kind of padded crap. Um, dueling is kind of hard to get the hang of. Um, but otherwise, it's just really fun and kind of brainless and quite good. So I think I gave it an 8.5. That was really good. Cool. So so good, I forgot that I played it. But, like, <laughs> honestly, really, really good. It's way better than the cartel. I don't know what Ubisoft was thinking when they decided to put a Call of War as a game in the, like, present They day. pretty much said in their press releases, we're going back to yeah. proper... But, you know, like, if you realize that you've made a mistake and you fix it, like, I think I started the review saying the first thing people are going to hate about Call of War as Gunslinger is that it's a Call of Juarez game, but, you know, look past what's happened lately, and you'll find it's quite enjoyable. And it is. So, I think it's like 16 bucks, something like that. It's pretty cheap. Yeah, probably. Well worth it. It's like 2 gig, 16 bucks. I can't remember how long it took me. Not that long, but like, worth it. It was good. Go play it. Better than 60 bucks for New Super Mario Luigi. I mean, new Mario in there. Luigi. New, no, it's not really new, that's a lie. I do like that he kicks his legs on like Super Mario Bros. 2 style. That's my favorite Mario 60 game. bucks? That's my favorite Mario game. No, I'll probably, just, <laughs> I'll probably just buy the Wii U version of Mario. Oh, I can't, can't I? No. Damn it. <laughs> I'll probably just turn on my Wii and play Super Mario Bros. 2 and go kick, 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 kick. And if I do that, I'll probably end up just playing as the princess because that hover oh, really? was pretty much the coolest thing ever. No? Well, she was my go-to, and then Luigi was fun because he kicked. We got a complaint in the forums for being too negative about Wii. Not this podcast, uh, MMGN generally. I was going to tell her that was. Really, our fault. I wouldn't have thought. There's actually nothing positive. Well, I mean, there is compared to the. Um, I'm trying to think of something positive. <laughs> <laughs> I would help you, but there's no. the. You can eventually one day maybe possibly get your Wii games on the Wii U gamepad virtual console um, for a small fee as opposed to not even having the option. But we don't have the option yet on Wii U anyway. What was that? Retarded kids and handicapped homosexuals. Not our words. Not our words. That's that, some random that YouTuber's the, words. I forgot what his name is. Apparently he's big on YouTube. Teeth. 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 How do you uh, even say? I don't know how it works. Um, he's not endorsed by us. No, he's certainly not. And, he and you guys play Pez, not FIFA. Yes, he didn't even... Didn't even get a fact checker on that. He said he hadn't read the whole article, which was about 150 to 200 words maximum, probably not even that long. Probably about 100 words. And then he recapped the entire thing. That's how the internet works. <laughs> For like five minutes, we basically just repeated the same thing over and over and over with some NFs and some... S-H-I words. I did enjoy him just swearing at his small child with <laughs> crying off screen. Oh. Uh, during his YouTube video. You stay classy, internet. Well, I should he makes all his money by YouTube dollars. I don't think he makes a lot of money. He had 1,700 views in that video. Wow. Pretty sure that was everyone from Gen going to make fun of him. Yeah. Yeah. And just probably, well, you know, these YouTubers make a lot of money by their standards. That's true. Three cents a video, pretty good. Bam. Okay, let's go into news. Not that there's a, a ton, but there were, you know, three games released today. I was, yeah, really? I was kind of I sarcastic. I went on Twitter this morning and I was legitimately sarcastic and I said, people said that Microsoft didn't show enough games at the Xbox One reveal and they want games, not TV. So Microsoft today says, hey, we've got you covered. Here's a Kinect game, a Windows 8 exclusive Halo game, and what was the other one? Oh, and a remake of Fable. And I'm like, not even a remake. Everybody like got all excited by it. Everybody was super excited. Well, hang on. My problem is this HD Fable, the big Microsoft Xbox 360 game that's coming at E3. I hope not. When they announced the one, they said that wait, guys, it's a huge Xbox 360. Well, it's not even on the one. Yeah. Yeah, but when they announced that, they mentioned there was going to be this big 360 announcement at E3. Did they? Yeah. I hope that wasn't this. It wasn't Fable HD. It's like they haven't said much about it, but if it's called Fable Anniversary, I'm assuming it's going to be like Halo Anniversary. It's really, an anniversary? How long's Fable been? Well, the, the, that's the thing. So if they're using the word anniversary, I'm, they haven't said this, but I'm assuming that you'll be able to press the back button and kind of be able to see old school and new. School. I don't know if they can do it. Like if that was just a bungee thing where they layered the new engine on top of the old engine and you could see 
old Halo and then new Halo. Like, that's what anniversary means to me. So if they're calling it Fable Anniversary, I'm expecting that's going to be something they talk about in E3. You can hit back and see old Fable and then hit back again and see fancy Fable. But like, it's Fable. Yeah. I don't care. I've never liked Fable. I like Fable. I love Fable. Fable 1 and Fable 2 were awesome. Fable 3 was awful. I have no desire to replay Fable, especially on the Xbox 360, which means that if I buy it, I'll have to play it on the Xbox 360 and it won't be compatible with my new Xbox oh, of and all that kind of stuff. It's just, it's a weird thing to be excited about. What was this Halo game? I just ignored it. The Halo game was called Halo Spartan Assault. Yep. It's a top-down shooter, but it's like one of those twin-stick kind of shooters, like left controls, right shoots in any direction type deal. What is that on PC? It's on PC, but on Windows 8 OS PCs. There's also a version for mobile devices, and that could be a Windows 8 phone or a Windows 8 tablet, like a Surface, for example. Um... And they're patching in, I don't think it comes straight away, but they're patching in like wired Xbox controller support for Surface and PC. But it looks like if it's meant to kind of be in the gap between Halo games, fair enough. But like there's an Xbox One announcement. There's not a Halo announcement yet. If I get the Halo announcement, I want it to be Halo 5 and I want it to be an Xbox One. I'm not interested. So E3, this better happen, or there's going to be a lot of disappointed Halo fans. I get that Microsoft has this kind of interest in Xbox and PC, Mm. Windows, I should say, Mm. but it has to realize they're different brands, and not everyone is across both. So I always think Halo is an Xbox exclusive, not a Windows anything. Windows 8, as an operating system, is good. Windows 8, when you have to use, like, specific apps and stuff, it's just as bad as Windows 8 phones. Like, no one develops apps for Windows 8 stuff. So it's useless. I just don't like Halo being exclusive on anything other than Xbox. I think that's the reason I buy Xbox. Now, yeah. even though it's probably a well, nothing thing it's I like, care it, it's, about. It'll be worse than Halo Wars. So it's, like, it's not really a game that Halo fans need to involve so. themselves with. But yeah, it's, it's kind of like ripping off, not ripping off, cashing in on a brand, which is just as bad as anything else. Not interested. Neither. Is that the big news of today? The other game that was announced, we just got a press release for it now from the uh, lovely people who do PR for Disney. So I'll pretty much just put my foot out there. If you're listening, sorry. Uh, probably not your fault. But um, at like 5 in the morning, Harmonix uh, announced the new game. It's in partnership with Disney, and it's called Fantasia Music Evolved. And it's, um, you know, if you, if you think of Fantasia, you think of like Dick, uh, Dickie, nope, Mickey, um, on a cliff, like, raising his arms up in the waters, and like, whoosh, and, like, that kind of, like, directing music through gestures and, like, cool visual stuff happens around you. That's the premise of it, but it's not Fantasia-related. That's that's the Fantasia relation. Okay. The music isn't Fantasia music. It's Bruno Mars and, like, current musical well, yeah. stylings. And so it's kind of like a cross between... Disney visuals and fun and Dance Central essentially. So that's and it's coming out on Connect for 360 and Connect for One, and that's the game. Not interested. Not going to look at it. Yeah. So I was being sarcastic when I said, "Oh, guys, my Microsoft's giving you some some games." But people like actually were no, it's not about all of these things. The thing that we got our most viewed post today was the Fable post, and people were legitimately Because they've accidentally thought that it's a new Fable game, <laughs> and they've been angry and clicked off. No, people were putting comments, like they were really excited about it. Well, I don't care. So it's... And if you do care about that, I'm disappointed in you. Mm. Any type of HD re-release is not a big deal, really. Okay, like, cool, yeah. It's not an excitement level, especially mm. with E3 next week. Yeah. There's nothing announcement. Yeah. Um, what else is happening? Tomorrow, we're getting a uh, Enforcer Engine trailer from NHL 14, but only I care about that. Yeah, like the weird the weird stuff from E3 starts starts coming out the stuff right they, about now. They don't think is going to be... The stuff that they want a little bit of traction on. Or that they don't think will be popular during E3. Yeah. Like, um, like Fable HD. Or like an NHL uh, 14 video. Which makes me sad. Which is probably why we also got the PES 2014 announcement today, so it doesn't have to go up directly against FIFA. 
um, a lot of changes. A four-page press release, which is... <laughs> You'll have to cover this one. I don't know, mammoth. I actually read pretty much the whole thing because there are some like company jargon at the bottom. And there are six big changes, which you can read all about at MGM. I'm going to explain it to you again. Pretty much, they've gone the FIFA route being saying, this is the most realistic thing ever. Um, our players are more realistic. Realism is in there like every second oh, word. I can't talk about it yet. Oh, when's this come out? If, yeah. I don't, if I don't put this podcast out until 6 p.m. Thursday, then I'm good. That's exactly what happened. That's all they're pushing for with the FIFA 14 stuff That's what that I they saw. said last year at FIFA. Yeah. Realism, more, whatever. They spent like an hour at the FIFA presentation. I'm you showing know, you how if you run really fast, you need to take like four extra stops, steps to stop. And da da da. Like some of it's really cool, but the only people that are going to notice are people that play this game like seven hours well, I also, I actually watched the Soccer Roots vs. Japan last night or a few nights ago, whenever you listen. One time, I saw the end of it. Like literally the end. I saw Australia score the flukiest goal ever and then give away a penalty in the 90th minute. Anyhow, watching the whole game... Did, we t- did, they, did Japan tie it up right at the end? Yeah. Ooh, in the last few seconds. That's got hurt. Um, well, the goal was pretty fluky. He was clearly trying to cross it in, and it kind of just floated into the net. Suck that, Japan keeper. What anyway, um, watching the whole game and comparing it to, like, Pez or FIFA, because I haven't watched soccer recently. Yeah. Um, they do make a lot more mistakes... In the sense that I thought international level, assuming that's pretty much the highest level players, which it isn't actually, because a lot of these guys play in the A League, which is a terrible competition. Yeah. But even so, the Japan team is pretty good, and they make a lot of mistakes. Like the best dude for Japan just had a free kick, no pressure, booted it out of the Slug Stadium into the crowd, out of the pitch. Yeah, but if you think of good soccer teams, you or football teams, whatever you want to call it. You wouldn't think Japan and Australia are up there. Like Japan it's all like, like it's like Spain and Europe based stuff. Well, this is it? the this is the dude for Japan who's like their best player clearly, and he made that mistake. <laughs> well, he's the worst. Um, he's the guy who scored actually. Oh, well, <laughs> he sort of redeemed he, himself. I, guess. I knew him because he had blonde hair, which on an Asian man is pretty <laughs> obvious to, to pick him. Well, he was the only one who was. You're forgetting, no, it's just true. With blonde hair, um, <laughs> <laughs> and. Anyway, my point being, Australia, just one moment kind of compared it to like Pez, in that if you get a good cross, a good three ball in Pez, the right moment, you're onside and you get it through, you're pretty much going to score unless you stuff up the kick for goal straight to the keeper. Yeah. The player will definitely get the ball and they're definitely ahead of the defence. Same exact scenario in real life soccer, but the Aussie dude overran the ball because he was going too fast for it and stuffed up a perfect opportunity. Is that what soccer games are well, going to become? That's what they were saying. Because this. that wouldn't be fun to play in a video game. That's what they're Well, I'm, I'm, of, I'm of two minds about this. Stuffing up because the virtual AI stuffs up because that's realistic is not fun. Yeah. You, you've timed it perfectly and then something not under your control stuffs up. So they were, they were doing the same thing in FIFA and they were saying, you know, like, if, if you went to kick a ball and yet, like, they had kind of canned animations that they had to string together and half the time it looked like your feet were hovering for a bit, so it did the right animation. And now it's like realistic, so it'll always be fluid and your like guy will do weird kicks. Fluid, that is a word being thrown around by weird, the kids. Like weird kicks if he's off balance and stuff, like he'll be able to kick the ball, but you know, it might not do what you want because he's off balance. So realism, ha ha ha. And I'm sitting there thinking, I don't understand enough about football to get any of this. So it sounds like it's just, one, going to be harder for new people to control because it's too realistic and if you're not great then it's probably going to play not great. Two, people who've been playing this game for years expect certain things and they're going to have to retrain themselves because it's realistic now and you have that to was do momentum and all this kind of stuff. FIFA 13 was that as well. It made it, changed it enough that you had to relearn what to do. But all that being said, like I spent an hour at E3 last year with um, a guy from EA Canada and we talked about true performance skating in NHL for like an hour and all of the things it did, and like I play hockey, I was able to figure out how that works in, like, and I scored a goal on a developer of EA Canada, and he like, was act, like, I don't think he was sharking me, like he looked legitimately shocked that I could be able to, because he explained how the mechanics worked, and I kind of did this cool thing, and put the puck, and then did some, like I put, I put a move on him, and he was like, he was surprised. So like, I understand how the mechanics work in NHL, because they're realistic, but like I don't in FIFA. So like it takes to me someone who's that dedicated to the sport to have any benefit. 
So like I kind of I, I understand why they're doing it and I kind of like it, but on the other side, I don't. Like I it's, it's think FIFA 13 did a good job of realism in that if you were like sprints onto a ball, your player would lose control. That's fair enough. You should slow down to take possession. More than that, like what I'm worried about is they're going to move towards players will stuff up because players do stuff up in real life. Yeah, and that is not in the players' control. And so it's kind of like in a shooting game when they do that like jam. Well, just, just with soccer or association football, it's a game of mistakes. There are so many mistakes. Half the time, the players just boot it forward to get it out of their defensive area, yeah. and you don't really do that when you play FIFA. You try to keep possession. You try to do crazy things because it's a video game, and yeah. you want to have like really good control over it to score ridiculous goals against your friends. Because that's what's fun about it. It shouldn't be entirely realistic because it's not actual soccer. That's why... We're going to get to that line soon. That's why I like... So I keep... I know I keep bringing you back to hockey, but I know hockey. And you can like... I can make it... Just go with me on this one. They're all EA sports. NHL was the realistic... NHL, like EA NHL, was the realistic hockey. And I was talking about this with, with um, the PR guy at 2K, actually, when we did the previews last week, because we were talking about um, 2K sports stuff and, like, NA, uh, WWE coming to 2K. Anyway, um, I want NHL 2K back because it was that game that is exactly like you're kind of asking for it. Like, it was enough. It was based in reality enough to be, like, a legitimate experience, but it was also, like, a little bit arcadey. Like, so it, it played more like NBA Jam as an example. So, like, it still had the basics, but it was just really fun, and you could pick it up with friends, and you didn't have to be an expert. You could kind of all be at a, a sort of level playing field and, and do quite well. Um, so there is room... Like, I'm not saying PEG should, you know, take well, that angle. But that is like, actually PEG's angle, what it has been until now. Yeah, so it's changing over It feels like that should be where you would attack the sports market right now, because EA is so established, it's just stupid. Otherwise, anyway, everything's about realism. Yeah. Um, in other news, according to Kotaku, GameSpot in the US is going to discontinue the 8 gigabyte Wii U I saw on that. June 16. And they're going to start building a 32 gig premium white console. Are they? I yes. Hear that part. So either either they're discontinuing it from Nintendo's side, or GameSpot is sick of selling them because they're not actually selling. Well, there are a few things, because one, there's actually, it's a recall notice, so oh. on June 16, they send back whatever they have, which recall normally means it's faulty, but mm-hmm. they're selling it for another two weeks, so probably not that. But probably just, if that's, if they're not going to sell that model anymore, they'll just take out the casing and put the new components in. Possibly, if that's what they're doing. The other options, I guess, is Nintendo's going to announce something at E3, maybe the price drop for the 32 gig, which would make the 8 gig redundant. True. Well, they might have to. That's it's tanking. It is tanking. a price drop's not going to save the Wii U though. They actually need some software to accompany whatever hardware they decide to sell, and that's the problem. We've talked about this. We've talked about it a lot, so we're not going to. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. We'll find out in a week. Or not even in a week. We'll find out in a week. The people who bought a Wii U was a huge Nintendo fan. The people who got it so far. They didn't buy the AK model. They went for the legit black one. Black. Well, and having that stuff that, even if you weren't a Wii U fan, like, I didn't see a value in buying the small one. I bought the big one. I've never turned it on since, but... Hey, I use it for Netflix now, so I've used it <laughs> several times. It's pretty good after that. Congratulations. Yep. Um, other news. It's not a lot. There's um, more E3 kind of streaming stuff that's come through. So like we were saying before, um, Activision has a Call of Duty Ghosts web show. It's hosted by Jeff Keighley and some other person. Um, and it takes place... Keighley? Keighley. He's still around, is he? Dorito Gate. Um, it takes place in Australian time, Monday the 10th of June at 4 a.m. And it's a half an hour show about Call of Duty that's all they've said. It's being streamed on CallofDuty.com and the Machinima channel, or the Machinima app, if you will, on the Xbox 360, so, with other things revealed, other sources revealed soon. Is it just going to be Keely in a room surrounded by dogs? With the dog? And that's, that's it? Yeah. Um, Microsoft has also revealed their E3 schedule. They're going to stream the press conference. They're also going to be... Breaking news there. Yeah, who knew? Who knew? Um, Major Nelson, like he did last year, is going to do a kind of from the show floor 
bunch of segments every day of the show. Um, and I guess in that same vein, coupling with that, they're also, oh, that's not even Microsoft. I don't know why I'm with Microsoft, but in the same kind of vein of E3 stuff, um, Nintendo is doing a road show, if you will, for a couple hours on select days in North America Best Buys. So I know my hometown of Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, is actually getting uh, a, a hands-on look at the uh, Wii really? and stuff. Yeah, for like two hours on a Wednesday and two hours on a Saturday. So there you I'm go. Sure, Melbourne will get one in about nine months. Yes. So there's a lot of opportunities for people to get involved with E3 if you don't get to actually go to E3. Um, you don't even need to go anymore. No. So uh, I don't know what you guys are doing, but we're going to put every every press conference on a page on Stavager with a live blog. So one of us, Leo or I, will talk about it. But you can also just get in there and, like we did with the Xbox One, kind of bag it out as it happened in real time. It was actually quite fun. Um, what are you guys doing? We are just similar? going to have the forums where you can pretty much do that in depth. Nice. And Open up two tabs. Win on both. It'll be fun. Yeah. Um, E3 news. That's about all the E3 news I can think of. Unless you got anything? There's no big news this week because... No. Well, I'm sure there is. A, a really quick recap of everything. If you want more information, go to either websites to get it. You can buy Final Fantasy... Uh, which one is that? Crap. Four. Was it four? I went dyslexic on a Final Fantasy game. I said it was ten... Or, sorry, eleven instead of nine. I put the XI in the wrong order. And people, like, freaked out at me. So they should. Yeah. So Final Fantasy four, you can get on Google Play for Android devices... Um, there was a new video from Square Enix with Murdered Soul, Soul Suspect. Murdered Soul Suspect. There we go. Um, that kind of sets the premise of the game where you're a detective who was killed and you have to go and find your own murderer, which is quite cool. If you haven't seen that, go check it out because I'm really excited about it. Uh, that's all I got, I think. We missed some breaking news. What? You'll be using Astros at PAX Australia. As in headsets. Oh, great. So, um, yeah. Oh, there's a, a free-to-play Dead or Alive 5 Ultimate version being planned. Is that? Um, what is it called? It's called... Hang on, hang on. Didn't we get that? No, we've got... So, Dead or Alive 5 came out. The Dead or Alive 5 Plus. It was an Ultimate. Which is the Vita one. No and then Ultimate. Ultimate is the Vita version on consoles again. So it started on consoles as 5, then it went to Vita as Plus, now it's back on consoles with the Vita content as Ultimate. And now, they're doing Dead or Alive 5 Ultimate subtitle Core Fighters, where you get four of the fighters of the game, free to play, yep. and you can pay money to unlock story mode, so it becomes... So what do you do without the story mode? You just verse people. For free. But you can play people who have a Dead or Alive Ultimate game. So like... If you go online and play people, you can play more than just the free-to-play user base. So it's kind of neat, I guess. That's a thing that's happened. Scorpion. I'm just reading all the news headlines now. Scorpion. Scorpion. Get over here! Is an injustice. Oh, right. What the hell? For for starters? We don't do injustice news because I just point people to Survivor because I know you have it. Well, it's... So, so this, there was a rumor ages ago, some of them just confound rumors that Batgirl, Lobo, Scorpion, and Zod were going to be characters, and, you know, Lobo and Batgirl are, I'm kind of thinking, oh, great, it's going to be true, but I still had hope that they were going to keep Injustice and the DC Universe completely contained. Obviously, that didn't happen. Scorpion's out now. He has a costume designed by a DC person, Jim Lee, who designed all the costumes for the New 52. I'm like, I'm losing Ben already. You lost me already. Um, so if that's true, that means the last DLC character that they have planned so far is going to be Zod, who is like a Superman bad guy. And considering that the Man of Steel movie is coming out in a couple weeks, it's probably not that far-fetched. You know what? I'm never interested in DLC, so don't take it personally justice. I just don't care about uh, DLC. I think it's a stupid... Generally. I think it's a stupid move to introduce Mortal Kombat people into justice. It, it didn't work in DC versus MK. Like, it's just... The, the don't-kill nature of... of DC versus, like, chop your head off in Mortal Kombat. They don't mix. I don't know what they're doing. Um, EA's taking part in Lay and Gesbian. Jeez, I'm dyslexic today. What was that? Lay and Gesbian. <laughs> Gay and Lesbian Pride Month activities all throughout June in various cities. Um, it's Pride Month. It's Pride Week in LA, the weekend that we first get there, Ben Salter. So on Sunday so night, I'm getting I Pride should be on. fabulous. Sunday, you should come to the, the parade. You don't have to. Um, but that's a thing that's happening. 
Okay. What is EA is still the worst company in America, but they're doing things to make me. How does that relate to games? They are taking an interest in their employees. Are they going to have like the first gay NBA player from? It's going to be in NBA Live. And like, <laughs> well, yes, look what we've done. I guess. Does he even have a team? I had lost. I, I don't know. He did well, he was the first team. person that came out, but there's a first gay professional sports player is actually a soccer player who plays for the LA Galaxy because he came out and played a game. And he's oh, like yeah. first now because the basketball dude yeah. apparently isn't playing. Anymore. He so came out. I swear to him, like I don't know some. No, he didn't have a team because yeah. he, he had like a twin brother, and like one of them, his brothers just got drafted. He's like thirty-five or something. Yeah, and he just got cut from his team, and he came out, and he counted as the first like NBA player to come out while playing. But he doesn't have a team. He wasn't actually playing. Uh, we just got cut. So, so he's like a free, he's like a free agent, and he could be picked up, but hasn't been. Think of the PR spin on that one. Yeah, pretty much. To answer your question, though, this isn't really games-related, but EA is doing other things that are games-related. They have removed online passes from a number of games, including things like yes. Alice Madness Returns and other things. Well, from like everything. If it, but yeah, they're starting to roll back current game online passes. And if it does have it still, it's free to download. Yeah, and they're, taking, they're slowly getting them out, and they've also made the pledge to discontinue online passes altogether. So any future game will happen. general response is online, online pass has been moved to full game pass by Microsoft. Yeah. So EA doesn't well, need to have to online pass anymore. True. You know, it's no surprise this has come now. This happened two years ago. Good work, EA. You realize you made a mistake. Could this happen now when we have to pay full price to play games again on Xbox One? The it's problem, meaningless. Yeah, but the problem with this is that other companies adopted that model and haven't said that they're removing it. So online yes. passes weren't EA exclusive, but EA's dropped them. So at least they've made that move. And I'm, you know, I'm, honestly, I'm sick of talking about potential scenarios for Xbox One and pricing and stuff because I just like Microsoft did the stupidest thing in the world these two weeks between their reveal and E3, just because Sony's sitting back and is watching what's happening and saying, okay, let's not do that or do that or do that or do that. And Microsoft's basically just copying it. Well, so until we find out, it's just like I'm sick of speculating. Microsoft, no, Sony did come out and say, following the entertainment hub, whatever the F1 being called these days, Kaz came out and said, Ooh, Kaz. PS4 is for games, not entertainment. Um, which is the exact opposite to what he said about the PS3 yeah. 10 years ago. Have you noticed how that is, it's like history repeating itself, but the opposite, with, like yeah. the companies exactly. swapping over? When the PS3 launched, they made a huge deal out of this is not just a games console, this is a full entertainment whatever they called it. Yeah. And now they're doing the exact opposite, saying mm-hmm. this is just a games console. It will have other features, but we know you don't care about that. I just want to get all the executives of Microsoft into a room and shake them. And just like, if they haven't made that connection yet somehow, like, just look what you're doing. Like, we can chart this for you. You're going to release your stupid Xbox, and you're going to have all these stupid, grandiose things and designs for it. You're going to price it too high, and it's just going to tank. And you're going to have to spend year after year after year trying to get it back up to where it was. So don't make that mistake, Microsoft. Please don't make that mistake. Good work, Kaz. And Kaz is aging. I've just looked at his picture, <laughs> and he's been there for a while, I guess. So he has. He has his fake Twitter account is the best Twitter account I've ever <laughs> in my life. I can't get over that. I told you. I don't think I told you about that last week. The hashtag was PS4 no DRM. Yeah, so that. And the parody account is we've heard, we've listened. We are not making Doctor Mario on PS4. <laughs> it's great. Highlight of my day wasn't a very exciting. Oh, apparently Ubisoft's going back for Wix news. Ubisoft is working on a racing sim to, I guess, go up against Forza and GT. This was just a rumor. This is not uh, legit. I don't care about racing. Um, but considering that how racing games or sims be exact yeah. position right now is you either play GT on PlayStation or Forza on Xbox, and that's the end of the story. Yeah. They both have crazy licenses for a million cars. It yeah. doesn't really make any difference. They both now have the Top Gear license, which is like the big racing thing. Yeah. What could Ubisoft possibly do in the realistic genre to kind of combat that? Besides being on both platforms, well, nothing. Well, there's Need for Speed, there's Grid, like there's and other driving games that aren't... It's like, they're not sims. They all have gone for like the arcade way because they've realized they can't compete. And now for some reason Sony's gone with Drive Club as well, which is going to be really, really weird when they go on stage for the E3 conference and they go, hey, look, here's Gran Turismo 6? Five, yeah. six. 
uh, for PS3 and his drive club for PS4. You've got your established big franchise in the last generation and your big, you had nothing one in the next gen. It's kind of, what was that Xbox 360 launch title? Like PGA, PGR, Project Gotham. Project Gotham Racing. Oh, I forgot that was that. the rubbish racing sim, which Microsoft has ditched. That's what Drive Club's going to become. Unless yeah. GT's heading that way, which I wouldn't have thought. Anyway. No, I didn't. Joe, I was talking to Joe um, from Game Arena, and I, like, I'm not following Gran Turismo because I don't care. Apparently in Gran Turismo 6, you don't take car damage. Um, or something, I don't know. There's like, so I, little I about it. I don't care. Sorry. I just can't get past it. Microsoft's got their big racing sim. And a racing sim is a big deal because it's one of the few exclusives these guys have left. Yeah. They've got their big one on next generation. Sony's kept theirs on current gen and they're releasing kind of a second rate one next gen. Yeah. It really reeks of we don't trust people to buy the console straight away. And we're going to release this as a... No, it's Microsoft. It's Microsoft supporting the Xbox 360 for years to come out of the goodness of their hearts. Like well, Sony, Sony, did, but, like Sony, Sony did the PS2 because no one wants the freaking PS3. In this scenario, Sony is supporting the last gen and Microsoft's moving to next gen. They're moving their game to next gen. Sony is not. Yeah, it's weird. Anyway. That's the news. Do you have any more news? That's the end of the news, I think. All right. Well, we will pick a secret sound based on some of the games we've talked about today. Mm. And it will be right here. You can win a copy of Defiance on PS3. There you go. And you get a figurine of like one of the little creatures. Oh, that's cool. I don't know how we're going to fit that in a, in a postage thing. We'll figure it out. Um, and you most likely won't know if you've won until after we're all back from E3 at some point. Yes. We will have an E3 podcast, but it'll be one of those special ones where we don't do segments and we just talk about all we of the stuff that's probably been be way, in our faces. Yeah. We will probably well, just no be drunk. Yet. Well, not drunk yet. I'm thinking we'll do it before then. Um, unless I'm pretty much planning on playing video games and being drunk in that well, order. So if it's not one, consider it's the other. we have five nights of constant partying and a little bit of E3. Parties. Did you say a little bit of E3? Like I have meetings mm. every day from the start of the day until the end of the day. So with like a twenty-minute gap most days. I have. I have. Ever. I have an hour off on Thursday, so it'll be pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> and, but on Thursday, that's the last day of the show. You're, you're in, I can, I got, I've called this already. Your mentality is, man, I've got an hour. I can write all this stuff. I can get all this work done. You're going to rock up to that hour, and you're just going to like lie down and like stretch out. I'm going to go buy a cookie. <laughs> yep. You it's know good. what? I don't know where I'm going to eat. I um, thought about that, too. I didn't really think about that. Because I did buy... Well, you know what? We have a lot of appointments that are that are at the same place at the same time. So, so you're going to bring me smart, a sandwich. Maybe we'll take turns each day. I'll come, like, ten minutes late, and I'll find you at the booth, and I'll bring you food and meat food, and we'll you know eat it while we're playing. The problem is, it's so hard to get good food in the LA Convention Center. Oh, my God. There's that, like, food court you get outside, and it's, like, grease on top it's of It's really grease. You know what? I just bought a massive cookie there last time, because I didn't want anything else. Uh, I did get a free pizza at Activision, so maybe oh, nice. they will save me. Nice. Of course, my appointment was at lunchtime. So. Yeah, that Acti- well, that Activision booth was mental last last year. There's so many people. We got kicked out of a room because the joystick guy wanted to do a special thing. If you want to know anything about, about since we're still doing a podcast right now, yeah, if you if you want to uh, know any about anything about E3 that you don't see covered oh, anywhere, yeah. I just want to know what it's like since we'll be there recording next week's episode. Comment and let us know what you want to yeah, know. Ask questions. If you want to know what the pizza from the E3 LA pizza is like, we will go and buy a slice. If you'd like you. to know how uh, the Surface RT that Microsoft is giving me on loan will work at Microsoft events, because I've been specifically told I have to take the RT Surface to Microsoft events, I will tell you. And if you I have a feeling they're going to smart class me. If you want to know how we decide which parties to go to, um, I've already decided. I've already decided. I've already decided. Whoever gives me the most cash in one of those like, big bags with like, a dollar sign on the front of it. Yeah. I'll tell you what, last year... Tons of those. We better get something good from the Sony press conference, because last year they gave out the one year of PlayStation Plus. And I gave it to Matt to redeem, and he didn't use it, so I went to redeem it. It was too freaking late. It expired. I was so angry. Anyway. We don't just go there for free shit, but... Um, we do. It costs a lot of money to go. Journalism. Well, a little bit. Journalism. Well, that's not according to US immigration. I'm a PR manager. 
At this immigration, I do not get paid for what I do. I really don't, though. Yeah, oh, what do you write? I do get paid. Yeah, that's true. Pardon? I just write going to convention. What do you write? What do you say your occupation is when they ask? IT trainer, which it is. Uh, I say web producer. That's my agent. Well, so web true. producer. True. You should produce this freaking podcast then. Well, I like, no. <laughs> producer and editor are different roles. Executive, so executive producer. <laughs> Co-executive producer. <laughs> I have done that. Fair enough. Um, yes, but seriously, let us know what you want to know from E3, because we will be there. It'll be our only chance for a whole year to tell you. And if we don't know, we'll probably have a, a day to go. Well, we'll have a whole week to find out if you tell us before next Monday. Yeah. We can think about it and find out for you. And we can, like outside E3, you get one liter bottles of what's well, essentially Red Bull. I forget what it's called. Oh, like, yeah. Nice. Those weird nostrils. Yeah. The small cans of Red Bull here say do not consume more than one per day, but they give you like a four times the size. And it's like, drink seven! Yeah. Um, so I bet, I bet you didn't know that. Scoop. Nope. You get a nice. There'll probably be a tank park somewhere where the tanks like to park a tank somewhere. Yeah, that yeah, tank is pretty cool. There, um, I have specifically indicated in my calendar when I need to go from South Hall to West Hall because usually my appointments are back-to-back and I'm going to have to, like, sprint down the corridor to get mm. through the uh, convention center, which still takes about five or ten minutes. I have not labeled where my appointments are yet, so that... I did that today. Good moment. I did that today. Um, we should probably oh. discuss this not in a point. Yeah, we should probably So, uh, would you like to finish this off with... At Survivor at Ben Salter, uh, comment on this post. Any yeah. E3 questions you want, write it down there. We will. Someone there'll be like six of us there total. I think we only have yeah. two, but you have a, like a whole. whole well, lot of we stuff. have Leo and I, and like some right. some reserves you have, which don't want to go. Maybe they will notice something crazy. I'm sure they will. Um, I might maybe get, we can maybe, maybe we can get Matt on, and Matt can tell us how much we're all like super geeky, and tell yeah. us that we're all. Weird. Let's get Matt on. That'd be a fun little segment. Uh, maybe I'll get him to go around taking pictures of the booth babies because I think they will like be attracted to his nice hair. And <laughs> they were trying to get me like so excited, like so hard. I'm like, I don't, even, I can't even be bothered explaining it. So I'll just like, I'll take a photo with The him. very first year MMG went to E3, I did not go. Hello, Gaetano went with uh, N Boss, uh, Web Boss, I guess. That's his forum name. Um, and all he did, because he's not a journalist, is he had a camera, like so he went just. around, he took pictures of all the booth babes, and he put up an article saying E3 2011 booth babes, and he got like 30,000 views immediately. He got more hits than you ever So got last year, he was just spamming me saying, do booth babe photos, and like, oh, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I see why you had fun doing this, but it's like really awkward to go up, it's like, hey, can I take your picture, random chick who's paid to be here and hates it? I'm going to take one so we probably won't photo because there will only one uh, no I think they might have more probably be unattractive following this whole sexist debacle I think there will be more this year <laughs> only at Sony though <laughs> so it's be like naked guys hello would you like to play Microsoft would just have an old the controllers hanging off my genitalia fantasy well we're, like yeah. really digressing Ben take us out bye <laughs> <laughs>